Hey, everybody, just before we get started, just want to do a quick reminder that we're doing our Extra Life charity this weekend, and we're going to do it a little different. We're not going to do it on the the date that everybody else is doing it, the, the official date. We're going to start and do a little bit on the 8th, November 8th, and we're also going to figure out a time later, so kind of keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and then we'll eventually point out whatever the times are going to be once we've decided on them. Have we decided on them yet, Chris? Uh, I don't know. Maybe 12 to 12, maybe 8 to 8. 12 to Is 12 on a weeknight almost? On a, a weeknight? Well, I mean 12 to 12, right? That, that's midnight. Oh, uh, that's true. I'm just trying to, to find work. a time that uh, our wives would be happy with, you know? Yeah, we'll figure something out. And once we know that, we'll let you guys know on the Twitter and Facebook. And we hope to see you there. And we're also going to do it over a few days. Uh, if we don't do it all in one go on Sunday, we'll, which we're not. No, we're, de- we're de- <laughs> no more 24 hour streams. That is no, not no. in the cards anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll do another night at some point. Maybe not next weekend following Extra Life, but maybe after I've got my PS5 and then we have new fun, shiny things we can show off. On yeah, the there you go. Yeah. Okay. Now we'll get back to our regularly scheduled episode. Ta-ta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, I'm mad. Oh, why is that? I'm furious. I'm fired up. Why, Mike? Because people can't stop spoiling The Mandalorian the second it comes out. But it's only one episode, Mike. I know. But do you know how long it took? Okay, say the new episode of Mandalorian went live Friday morning. Do you know how long it took before I got spoiled on that show? Uh, 10 minutes. Until I opened Twitter for the first time that morning to be spoiled on the show. Well, do you follow like a lot of like Star Wars fan accounts? No, I don't. Just people will not stop. I don't know. I do not know what it is with this show. Versus any other show or movie. Because, like, you post a spoiler of, like, oh, man, wasn't it crazy in Inception when you didn't know if it was his kid? Like, he was, you son of a bitch, you spoiled that movie. How dare you? How dare you spoil that 10-year-old movie? But, like, <laughs> you know, like, I get that. I see that everywhere, right? Right. Mandalorian, bam. movie. The, the show's been up for 10 minutes. Spoilers everywhere. And no one cares. Everyone just posts more spoilers. That's wild, Mike. I I haven't seen a single spoiler for it. I mean, I know I've watched the episode and we can talk about it. If you have you watched it yet? I oh. haven't seen the episode yet. Mike, Mike, it's much better. Let me let's just get out of the way. Season two seems to be much better than season one already. It's only been one episode, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you can just tell the quality, like the, the CGI quality is better. Everything is better. So, OK, because like literally within... As soon as I opened Twitter, mm-hmm. one of the trending topics was a spoiler for the episode. Right. And I was like, oh, come on. And then I scrolled slightly in my 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 uh, Twitter feed. And then there was another spoiler. Oh, my and I goodness. was like, oh, my God. So then I was like, OK, I, I, I should have done this earlier. I was hoping it wouldn't be this bad. And I went in and I went to Twitter and I muted the words Mandalorian and I muted Baby Yoda. And I also put spoiler blockers on so that anytime the word Mandalorian shows up, whatever that image is or, or whatever is blocked. 
Well, guess what? People still post pictures from the episode without the word Mandalorian or Baby Yoda tagged <laughs> anywhere. So people are still now, like... Now, Mike, now, Mike, mm-hmm. do you have Disney Plus? No, I don't. So you don't. No. So how long are you hoping to hide out from Mandalorian spoilers? Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. My wife, mm-hmm. we, she has a family, you know, she's got a sister and a mom and a dad. Right. Her parents have Netflix. Okay. Her sister mooches Netflix off of her parents. Okay. We have Amazon Prime. Her parents mooch Amazon Prime off of us. Laura's sister has Disney Plus. So Laura says, why don't I just mooch Disney Plus off you? And that way everybody's mooching something off everybody. Right, right. So Laura's sister says, oh, okay, well, just remind me. And we'll give you the password. Okay. And I've reminded her like three times every day. Hey, when are you going to get that Disney plus password off your sister? And she's like, oh, right. And then doesn't do it. And now I'm sitting up to my neck in Mandalorian spoilers again. Why don't you just message her, Mike? Because that would be rude of me. How would it be rude? Mike, Mike, (laughs) you messaged my wife trying to get our Crave subscription password not too long ago. Don't you remember this? No, that's the thing. I already had the Crave subscription (laughs) password. Your wife gave it to my wife. This is different. This is different. What I was asking for was that the Crave app was finally on PlayStation. Ah, okay. And I didn't, I, what I wanted to, because we already had permission and we already had yeah, the yes, password. But, but, but the point was, Mike, is you have no problem going beyond the first, the, you know, the first connection people. You jump straight to the, the source, you know? No, you see, can, this you is can different. Do it. You're it's a big different. boy, Mike. No, it's different, Chris. Listen to me. <laughs> it's different. The connection was already made. So therefore, I could jump on top of it. Now, it was a moot point anyway, because you guys had actually stopped using Crave and we hadn't watched it in so long. I was going to say, <laughs> it was like we stopped paying for it back in like April, I think, maybe. Yeah. Well, we hadn't, we were watching RuPaul's Drag Race and when All Stars was over, we stopped watching. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, well, now it's uh, the app is on the PlayStation store. Maybe we'll load it back up because it'll be easier because when we were watching everything, it was, you know, we'd had to unhook a mess of cables and put right, my laptop right. on. Well. What I was doing was I was asking for permission to put it on another device from your wife rather than, you know, give me access. Because as far as I was aware, we already had access. Right. But, right. So this is a different situation. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah so my my sister-in-law, my wife needs to ask her for that <laughs> Disney Plus password. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. You guys should just go like all in on you know get the high-end netflix one get the disney plus one get whatever the third one the the prime and just split it three ways for everything i mean i suppose we could do that right i guess ultimately they all work out to about the same because disney plus is what about 90 bucks a year amazon prime is 90 bucks a year and amazon or uh, netflix i guess is the expensive one that's like that's what, 100, 180 dollars a year I yeah think. with its special especially with its new price tier oh is there a new one yeah you didn't hear that they raised all their prices Oh, well, to what? 14 bucks or 15 bucks now? In this, I can't remember. For Basically like, every- not, the, not the, the low, low end, like the one that most people get. No, all of them. All oh, of their tiers went up. Okay. Yeah. And and the their highest tier, I think every all their other tiers went up like a dollar, but their highest tier went up $2. Ooh, yeah. But that gives you a lot more seats and stuff too, doesn't it? I think you can watch, what, four shows at once or six shows at once? Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. 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 So anyway, 
That's what. That's why I'm mad. People need to stop spoiling the Mandalorian, please. Like, I, I mean, you've seen the episode, right? I have. It was great. Okay, so one of the things, and this is like, I'm sure you can guess what the big spoilers were. Sure, that I got. I saw because they they're like bam immediately there they are, and I'm like awesome. And then I'm so after I muted all of the words that I assumed would be fine. Mm-hmm. Somebody posted, and this is this is what they call in the biz an out of context spoiler. Okay, where you could say something, unless you've seen it, you don't get it. And it was a website, and it posted a screen cap from the episode, and the caption was, I guess we got that Dune movie after all. Oh, uh, well, all right. All well, right. it was very obvious from the screen cap what it was from. Right, right. Because it there was a Star Wars-related item in it, and it was like, oh, come on. Like, now I won't be surprised <laughs> when that happens. You know, like... <laughs> Wow, and now you're going to be all depressed this episode, Mike. It's just going to be miserable. What I'm going to have to do is wait until just before season three starts airing to watch it like the week before, and I'll have forgotten everything like I did with the first season. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened as I watched the first season like two weeks ago after all the spoilers I'd forgotten, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, anyway, now that that's over with. Tell me something fun. Tell me something good. Give me some good in the world. I was going to say, Mike, before we get started, I just wanted to say F- daylight savings times oh. because, <laughs> oh my God, it is the worst. Like, you know, when you're a teenager and you're like a 20 something year old, you know, more, unless if you don't have kids, daylight savings time isn't the worst thing in the world, at least in the fall. Mm-hmm. But when you have kids, your kids do not respect the extra hour that you gain not at all, <laughs> from no. daylight savings time. So what time were you up yesterday? Well, so we, I mean, I guess I'll launch into it. Everything. We did our big Halloween party with Derek and Natalie and, and my parents, right? So the boys came over and well, not the boys, everybody came over and we did like a Easter egg hunt, except with Halloweeny kind of stuff. We did, what else did we do? We had like a, a ball pit rave. So Tiff found a bunch of like glow sticks and like basically glow sticks, but like in a ball shape and we threw them all in the balls and they had a great time. We had some like EDM Ghostbusters music kind of playing at the same time, which was, which was fantastic. We did jello. So like Tiff made some jello and put like eyeballs and, you know, fake little mice and stuff in it. And the boys went fishing through that and they had a great time. And we decided, you know what, Mike, what better way to keep them up the next morning than to keep them up late that night, right? So we put them to bed at 8 o'clock. By the time they stopped talking and laughing and jumping in their cribs, it was probably closer to quarter after 9 or 9.30. But was like, that's okay, because this means they're going to sleep in. Well, 2.30 rolls around. Oh, no. <laughs> and Henry wakes up, and he's crying, and it presumably was like a, a nightmare or something like that, because we had Henry sleep over. And Ben wakes up too because they're in the same room and Ben kind of stands up because we're watching on the monitor at this point and he goes, Henry, all done. All done, Henry. (laughs) 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 And he kind of reassures him like, all done. I I just don't have, you know, don't have the energy for this right now. Yeah, yeah. So he did go back to bed, fortunately. But then those little bastards woke up at 5 a.m. and they were ready to enjoy the day, Mike. That was pretty much the same. Yeah. We, we we completely forgot about daylight savings. So William went to bed at his normal time. Okay. So yeah. he woke up at his quote unquote normal time. Right, which is right, right. Like 5 a.m. And we were like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. It's like, did he sleep in a little bit today? 
because Ben woke up at six. Well, no, maybe quarter to six, but we didn't get him till six thirty, and he seemed okay with it. Normally, he wakes up at six thirty, but he was up at right at six. Okay, so he's getting there. He's he's probably another day or two, and he'll be back to six thirty. Yeah, we've been kind of pushing everything like in between, like half half an hour increments, but of what you know what they were kind of a thing. Like he had lunch at like 1030 in the morning because it's that would have basically have been 1130 because he normally has lunch at 11 kind of right, a thing. Right. And oh, oh, so it was a mess. It was a mess. And then, like you said, like he didn't go to bed. Like he woke up early and then didn't go to bed until late. You know, like we put him to bed at at 630, which would have been 730. So like we're talking half an hour or more after he normally would be in bed. And he's just like raring to go. And we're like, no, 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 no. What's happening here? Like, so it was closer to eight by the time he finally fell asleep. But right, right. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Was, well, eight adjusted old time. So closer to, I don't know. It was after seven. It was like 730. So like 830. <laughs> I don't know. L- late enough. It was late enough. Yeah, yeah. It was later than it should have been. And so, yeah, it's, it's fun getting the adjustment period, but, uh, so both boys over and had a good time with the Halloween stuff then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Then my my brother and, and Natalie, they stayed later and my parents stayed later. We played basically like an at-home escape room kind of game, which was pretty fun. Definitely, I know that I am not great at escape rooms. That's what I've discovered <laughs> after right, going right. to a lot of them. Because it's like, here's all these clues. And it's like, I don't even know where to begin. You know, but fortunately, Derek and Natalie had a good sense, so they they kind of took the reins. But yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. It, it's it's nice to get together with some people. Not that we haven't seen them a few times, but you know, this whole quarantine thing really wears you down, right? Right, right. But yeah, I'd be really happy if daylight savings time just went away forever. Either leave it daylight savings time all the time, or go back to standard time. No more of this bouncing back and forth thing. Yeah, I mean, some countries got it right. You know, just don't. Don't even observe it. Well, yeah. some some provinces, Saskatchewan's never done it. And what was it? The Yukon and PEI just voted to abolish it this year. Oh, shit. Let's move to PEI and the Yukon. Well, let's move to PEI. <laughs> yeah. Yukon, there'll be lots of sun in the summer and then almost <laughs> no sun in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Daily series time doesn't do much for them, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Anything else fun happening with Ben lately? Uh, maybe I didn't write anything else down, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. It's funny because I have like a, almost a, almost a continuation of a story that you told last week. Okay. But it's like our version of it. So I think last week I, I mentioned that we've gotten William to say, please. Okay. So he's, he says, please now, but he, he says, you know, peace because he's a baby and he doesn't have all the words. So. Right. Peas. Well, you were saying last week about how Ben is like a, a, just a little bit, a, a little bit. Blicky, oh, yes, you know? yes. So, so that's the catch-all thing that he says when he wants something. Well, please is the catch-all thing that William wants. Like, so if, if he wants to do something, even if it's something you don't want him to do, he's still like, please, please. <laughs> but it's so polite though. That's good. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's like no. Please doesn't get you everything he wants, everything you want. But we made a few mistakes with with the please. Uh, I let him have my glasses so he could clean them, which mm-hmm. was actually very cute that he wanted to clean daddy's glasses. But now that's like a whole thing now is he just reaches up and goes, please, expecting that I'll just hand him my glasses. Well, I was going to say, this is now an, an all day, every day game, isn't it? Mike? Yeah. And, and I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it. Yeah. 
especially now that I'm wearing the pair of glasses that don't have the bendable arms any right. right now, like because uh, I have a couple pairs and I swap between them, and and right now I'm not wearing the ones that bend, and he likes to pull in situations that they do not go, and that's not good. Continued use of oh no and uh oh, those have made it very heavily into the rotation of things that he says. My favorite is when he says oh no, he says it very nasally, so it comes out like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Does he do any like actions with it? Because Ben, when when he says oh no, it's like hands over the face and it's oh, like, really? oh no, like just just dramatic thing that he does because he learned from his grandparents. Not with oh no or uh oh or anything like that, but he does do the sign for please, which is like the hand across the chest. Okay, sure. So when every time he says please, he's like rubs his hand across. So he's like, please, please every time, <laughs> which was really funny because one of the Halloween activities we did was we let him paint a pumpkin. And right. basically, we just stripped him down to his, his, his diaper and sprayed paint on a pumpkin and let him play. And uh, when he wanted more paint, he was like, please, please, and just wiping more and more blobs <laughs> of paint all over himself. Nice. So he was, he was very messy by the end of the, the pumpkin painting day. But yeah, those things. And I remember telling you this at some point, but I don't remember if we mentioned it on the podcast last week. Uh, he still sings Papa Dumb, the Wiggle song. Oh, and okay, yeah. I don't think we talked about this on the podcast, but so there's a song. It's from 2014, and it's called Papa Dum. And Papa Dum is a kind of bread. It's like an Indian bread. Okay. The Wiggles have had this video for six years of them singing this song, and the internet hate mob found the video over like the last weekend. And suddenly the Wiggles, we got to shut the Wiggles down because those Wiggles are racist against Indian people because they sang the song about Indian bread. And, you know, they, they wore traditional Indian clothes there. It's cultural appropriation. Did you not know this, Chris? That's so stupid. Like <laughs> the, the Wiggles whole shtick is like, we're going to dress up like this. Now we're going to dress up like this. Like, I'm sure if they did a Canadian thing, they'd be all in Mountie uniforms, right? Yeah, they've probably done that already. Probably. Yeah. But they, they they basically were like, it's culturally insensitive and, and it's wrong. And, and the Wiggles have completely like, oh, we're going to stop. We're going to stop performing this song. We're going to take it out of all our albums. We're going to take it off of Netflix and stuff. Well, thankfully, I haven't got around to that yet because it's like William's favorite song. And he right. wants to sing it all the time. So we were like, great. It's really funny. It's literally just a song about bread. Right. And but the funny thing is, is like people like there's an Indian woman in the video who dances. Mm-hmm. She doesn't sing. She just dances and smiles. And people are like, look at that lady. She looks she's being held hostage. You know, like, like, <laughs> oh, come on, people. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're a little desperate. Uh, I yeah, think. yeah. But like the, the Anthony of the Wiggles, he went on TV and was like. The woman in the video is like our marketing manager and she's, you know, she's Indian and. She thought it would be a good idea and she doesn't sing because she didn't feel comfortable singing with us. So right. we didn't make her. That's why she wasn't a hostage or anything <laughs> like that. So yeah, that's that's a fun one. It's like William's favorite song is considered like anti-PC. And, that's so and all this stupid. Stuff. It's I, mean, I mean, we don't need to get down that road because oh my God. But I agree with you. Very dumb. Mike. It was very dumb. You better download dumb. download the copy of the video from YouTube while you can, you know. Yeah, for sure. But one thing that happened that we found out, this was just like hours ago. And I feel like you'll enjoy this 
or you're going to be like, what? And I'll be like, huh? This is not the information I was presented. Okay. So if you recall, you won recently a photo shoot with our wedding photographer. Yes, that's right. Well, we entered a contest to do a photo shoot with your wedding photographer. With our wedding photographer? Yeah. Oh, Mike, I think you got this. Oh, no, did you? Well, who is it? With the with Jacqueline and them? Or are you get, uh, are you confusing with our friends who are also photographers? I don't know. This okay, is what I okay. was this is what I was told. Okay. So if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. Right. But we didn't win, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Laura was looking through their their photos and there was a photo of a family and we're looking at the photos and Laura's like come here and look at this and I look over and I'm looking at the photos and I'm like I know that family I know the family in the photo shoot and it's a kid who goes to our daycare okay and I think I've I've mentioned on the show before that there's a kid at daycare that William was very friendly with who kind of looks a little like Ben Okay. Yep. It was that. It was that kid. So Laura shows it to Tiff because Tiff's the one who told her about the contest in the first place, and like, this is the baby that goes to our daycare that looks like Ben. And Tiff goes, "Oh, I know them." Yes, Tiff knows everybody. Yeah. So Tiff knows this family, and supposedly it's Dan, your guy's friend Dan. It's his best friend. Yes. And yeah, his wife. Right. So it was very like, oh, what a weird small world. So, yeah, so we found that out from from Tiff today. And then when we went to pick up William at daycare today, we ran into the dad and Laura told him all of this stuff. And they were talking because I was in the car with William. She's like, I'm going to go out and, and I'm going to say something to him. And and I, I, it was funny because it was all like silence to me. I'm in the car with William and I see them talking. And we, of course, we're, both, we're all wearing masks, right? So all I see is that she's like motioning and, and he's looking at her. And I can see from his face that he's like, what is this? You know, you know, just, <laughs> who is this crazy woman? Yeah, Get away who, from me. Yeah. Who are you? Well, then eventually Laura said whatever it was that, that he recognized. And then suddenly they were talking like very openly and, and fun. And then she kept pointing at the car and like me. And I'm like, what's happening? Well, apparently he's listened to a few episodes of the podcast. So Laura made a comment that, that Chris does a podcast with me. And he's like, oh, that's the guy that does the podcast? I've listened to a few episodes. So, <laughs> yeah. So, it was pretty funny. But I forget his name. But somebody you know is actually the dad of this kid that we go to daycare with that I've talked about on the show because he looks like Ben and William is his friend. Oh, so, there you, there, what a small world, eh? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. And also, today was William's first day in the super toddler i don't know why my brain with the super toddler senior toddler room oh i feel like super toddler should be the new <laughs> yeah <laughs> the i'm just like the super toddler room <laughs> but no it's a senior toddler room where, oh, okay so he's he's no longer the big kid on campus because he was he was the biggest kid in his toddler room and they're like we're gonna move him up we're gonna move him up on on monday and we're like oh okay and then sure enough he today was his first day and wouldn't you know it, he had a great time and we were all like, holy crap, I hope he, he doesn't hate it. And he didn't. He loved it. Well, that's good. So what is the difference then? Just like like bigger toys? Is that kind of the, the big difference? or Older kids. So it's, ju- it's just purely age bracket. Not, Basically, not that yeah. I get to play with more exciting stuff or anything like that. Basically. So he's oh, in okay. a room with kids that are more his size and more of his, I guess, cognitive abilities. I don't right, know. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Because like, he would have been in that room 
when he was 18 months or something like that or or yeah it's like 18 months is the junior toddler room is when they start and then he hit two and they moved him into the new room so it, the new room is two and and higher okay the the hope is that william takes this time to start speaking more is right right is. right so well i'm sure it's only a matter of time right he's just being around a bunch of other kids who talk i mean he'll he'll pick it up real quick i'm sure yeah, that, and that's what they told us. They're like, we're really expecting that he's going to speak more. And they also told us that they expect that he's going to start potty training as well. Oh, yeah? Like, the, are they doing it there? Or well, they, he'll they just said be they, ready for it now? They, they'll keep a better eye on him, and then they'll be like, okay, now you're ready to start because, you know, whatever, whatever. So so we'll be going through that horrifying adventure <laughs> soon. You mean delightful experience. Yes, yes. Well, that's good. That's good, Mike. Wow, a lot of big changes coming your way, eh? Apparently. Lots going on. But a lot going on in other worlds as well. Technology-based, probably, because that's the kind of crap that we talk about. Maybe some TV stuff. You brought most of the topics to the show tonight. Why don't you let us know where you'd like to start? Oh, well, you want to knock out some of these these tech ones and then we'll talk about the movies because I'm assuming I'm the only one who's watched some of these movies. <laughs> I've seen I've seen one of the ones that you. Mentioned. Oh, well, yeah. OK, then that's exciting. Well, let's knock out the, the tech stuff because it's pretty quick. Mike, we're going to take this opportunity now to shit on PlayStation for just a minute. OK, and I know I can see that you you recoiled at the thought but uh no no i get it i know i know exactly what story you 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 want to talk about yeah I, no I, so you remember a couple episodes back we we talked about how the playstation i don't know what do you call them the fins i the guess side, side panels they are easily removable and and we talked about getting wood paneled ones and how awesomely retro it would be and everything like that well they they launched a couple third party sites and Sony immediately sent them cease and desist letters yes. <laughs> and has shut down that dream very quick because while Sony themselves are happy to sell you multiple colors at, I think it was like 40 bucks US is what I was seeing. They don't want anybody else sending anything else. Really? Oh, where have you seen? I haven't seen any. Oh, there's like a screenshot going around. I, I will not search it now because <laughs> it's in the middle of the show. But yeah, if you look on Twitter, there's a screenshot with like the five or six colors and then the price underneath and everything like that. Last I saw that Sony had not had their own. They had like the third party company was selling them for about $40. Where, did you see the third party ones? Did maybe you see I, maybe I got my ones? things mixed up. But either way, Mike, either way. Sony wants to sell it. They will not license it out at anybody else at this point in time. Anyway, yeah, that's because so, that's what I that's what I assumed when they when they said that they were blocking it with a, a lawsuit was that they will have their own solution for this kind of a thing. Down yes, the line. yeah, they will. They want all that that precious precious money. So don't expect, I guess, a debranded PS Five anytime soon. Although there is though, there is a debrand PS. Do they have a skin? Already. Yeah, but don't you have to send it to them? Oh no, I guess they can. They'll mail out sometimes, don't they? Yeah, but I haven't seen I haven't seen it available for sale. But tech blogger Dave Two D, okay, he had he did a Dual Sense video and he had his PS Five in the corner and it had a debrand skin. Oh well, okay. So there's some hope there after all, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, maybe he just got a you know a prototype and they're never going to actually sell them. <laughs> and that's but, it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, not a ton to talk about here. It just 100 percent what it says to me is they're selling their own and that's why they shut this down yeah. sooner than later which is kind of too bad though 
I mean, I feel like the more creativity you can throw at it, the better. But at the same time, it is side panels. I can't imagine it's a huge market that will go untapped or anything like that. See, the thing that would be really exciting is if you could do like custom ones. Like you could order custom ones from Sony or something and they'll like screen print. Like oh, like if you if it. you provide your own picture or something like that. Yeah, because like that's something that they had for Xbox, like not even like your own picture, but they had their controller lab where you could go in and, and pick the colors of the buttons and everything like that. Right, right. And I thought that that would be something, you know, if they had something similar, you know, go in and pick a color, maybe slap a picture of Kratos on it or something like that. Right. You know? That might be pretty neat, but I feel like that's because that's something that's been speculated a long time is that the special editions are going to have the different color side plates and that's how they're going to do special editions instead of like, well, here's the gray one that has a picture of an axe on it because of God of War, you know, right, like that. right. Instead of doing that, they'll just the the side plates will be where the, the collector's editions come from. And if that's the way that they're going to do it, then yeah, I could see why they would want to be like, no, don't do, don't, do <laughs> Yeah, this. We're going to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, I mean, that's it for that. I mean, unless you want to talk about it more, Mike. But. Well, I mean, there's one thing we could talk about just before we move on from PlayStation five news. Oh, Oh, what is it? I got to hold a dual sense controller. Oh yeah. was it magical? I wanted to steal it. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to take it from the person who was like, here, I brought this for you to look at. And I was like, cool. You you made a mistake handing this to me and now I'm going to leave with it. <laughs> well, where did you get the opportunity to hold one of these, Mike? So one of my coworkers, the Adam who keeps right, right, selling okay. me, he keeps selling me everything for super cheap. He was not selling me this, but he pre-ordered a second controller with his console. And they've actually been like letting people pick up the accessories so like you can actually go in a store right now and buy your own dual sense controller and buy your own pair of pulse 3d headphones and and the camera and i think there's the charging dock and then the media remote those are the okay yeah those are the accessories and they're all you can all go into a store and buy those if you wanted to i don't know why but you can <laughs> basically people were like yeah sony just said we could sell them so we're selling them i mean yeah, why not right why not yeah so he has the controller and he sent me a bunch of pictures and I asked him like a ton of questions about it. And I'm like, are you, what are you doing with it? Like, what's it feel like? Is it heavier? You know, how did the triggers feel? And then he's like, I'm just going to bring it over. Like, he didn't tell me that. Like, I got a phone call that was like, what you doing? And I'm like, I'm at home. And he's like, okay, come on outside. And he was like parked in front of my house with the controller. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. So, so does it feel dramatically different than uh, the the previous generations, we'll say? It's heavier. It's definitely heavier. Yeah. The triggers I can see like, cause the, obviously like there's no way that you can do anything that they're supposed to be built for yet unless you actually have a PS5. Sure. Yeah. But I could feel just like, just from shooting the triggers off that there's definitely way more behind them than just a spring this time. Okay. They, they, they click different for the for most part. It's a lot of the same. The D pad is, feels the same. The buttons feel the same. It was funny. I actually, I actually said to him, I'm like, it feels like, I don't know if this was something that you noticed because you, I mean, you never played your PS4. So how would you have had enough time for this to happen to you? But there's a bit of a, a texture to the, the D pad and the buttons. Right. And the longer you play, the, the smoother the, the D pad and buttons become. It loses that texture. The dual sense feels like you bought a controller that doesn't have, like you've already worn the texture off of. 
Oh, okay. So is that good or bad? Would you say? Well, it depends on what you what you like. Like if you want like a D pad with a little bit more grip to it, then this is not that D pad. You know, oh. this is this is a smooth transition moving around. Although I did see that because people are getting them, they're doing things with them. People have actually taken them apart and figured out that you can actually replace the buttons from the dual sense with the buttons from the dual shock like all of the face buttons will oh, swap okay, yeah, and fit yeah. and they fit perfectly like there's no there's no issues with swapping the buttons so if you prefer the older buttons you can take the 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 controller apart and put the old buttons in if you really want to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I what a better why, way! What better way to spend your time in your brand new what fifty dollar controller than rip it apart, and put the old stuff in there? But well, it's way more than that now. Is that what they are? Oh, what are they now? Like seventy bucks or something? More than that. The the, the dual shocks are seventy bucks, or they're seventy five oh, bucks they? right oh, now. Okay. So the 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 dual sense, I believe, are I think they're eighty nine with like the same price as the new games. Man, that's wild. Considering all the crap that it's supposed to have inside of it. Not shocked. Not shocked that they're yeah. more expensive. Well, I'm curious. I'm curious once the games actually come out, like how different and stuff is going to feel and if all the haptic feedback stuff like legitimately adds to the game or if it kind of ends up as a, oh, that's cool. And then you just sort of forget about it. You know what I mean? Right. The people who have been talking about it are like, guys, you have no idea. You have no idea how good this feels. Yeah. Like I've seen people's statements that are things like there are two next gen consoles coming out in November, but only one next gen controller. Right. Like things, things like that. And like the, there are plenty of previews where you can see stuff where people are talking about playing the demo of the, the, the Astros Playland or whatever, Astros Playroom. They say that you can feel in the controller, like the way the vibration is, the haptic feedback that walking from one surface to another, the feedback is different. So walking on glass feels different than walking on metal that feels different than walking on sand, things like that. Right. Yeah. And that's what I had heard, too. Yeah. If you 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 cut grass versus like or sorry, swing your sword at grass versus swing it at a tree. It's like a a distinct difference. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing that I've that I've heard, too, and I haven't seen like it in action. And obviously, I haven't, you know, tried it myself. But people are saying, like, when you're in the rain that's when it it's insane. Yeah. Like how it feels when you're in rain is, is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what it, you know, how it is not so excited that I needed to buy the controller, even though it's out <laughs> and available to buy. Yeah. I thought about it. My use cases for it at this moment are very few and far between. Have you heard what people have figured out that it does? No. So obviously it plays PS five games on a PS five. But people don't have PS5s, so they're trying it on everything else that they can possibly figure out. Okay. So what they have figured out is, depending on what you plug it into in which way, you can plug it into a Series X, and it will recognize it as a controller, but I don't know if you can actually play anything with it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You can plug it into a PS4. And it will recognize it as a microphone and it will say that it is a wireless controller, but it does not affect, like if you move, push the buttons, it doesn't move around or anything. Right. Okay. You can plug it into, it, it works as a regular Bluetooth controller for PC and Android. And apparently it will work on a Mac if it's wired, but it won't work on an iPad, like as a Bluetooth device. Okay. Or an I, or like an iPhone. And for some reason... You can just plug it into a PS3 and it works just fine. 
<laughs> well, what about PS? But so PS4, no. No. PS3, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, it's weird. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, apparently the PS3 was a like a juggernaut when it came to connecting to Bluetooth devices. Right. So right. it's it's pretty funny that people are like, wow, I can't believe that this that it works in a PS3. Yeah, that skips a generation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, that's fun, Mike. Well, you're gonna have to give us your like day one review, and then like six months later, we'll come back and we'll see if the haptic feedback still plays like an exciting role or for you just sort of gotten used to it. Yeah. It's, it's very exciting. Like to see if people actually do use it. Cause like Sony first party games, they'll be full of it. But yeah. then like, is the new Assassin's Creed going to use it? Is, you know, the new call of duty going to use it? Cause if, if the third parties don't, don't use it, it's going to die quick and people are just going to stop using it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm slightly afraid it'll be like PS4 is what is it? The six axis controls that the PS4 yeah. controller has, which is amazing. It's fantastic. Has any game used it other than like a handful? No, not really. Yeah. Right? Like, and, and if there is use for it, it's very, very few and far between like, like the most recent, use of the motion controls in the DualShock 4 that I can remember was Last of Us 2 when your flashlight's out of batteries and it's like shake the controller to make the flashlight turn back yeah, on. Yeah, and it's like this feels real forced, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when they, when it first started PS4, the PS4, there were some interesting use cases for both the touchpad and, oh, yeah. you know, like Infamous Second Son, you, you, one of the things that you could do in that game is spray paint. You did graffiti. And the graffiti was done by pressing the touchpad and also you'd shake the controller to make it go like, you know, you shake a, yeah. a spray paint yeah. can. So you'd shake the controller to make it make that spray paint can noise. And then you would push in the touchpad and then move the controller to spray paint. It was yeah. very interesting. Yeah, that was one of the few uh, PlayStation games I played. So there you go. No, oh, there you go. I you do, can remember that one. I man. do remember. <laughs> I do remember that one. Well, speaking of things that people remember and things that people won't remember. Let's talk about Quibi. Yeah, Mike, does anyone know what Quibi is? I looked up today because yeah. I always wondered, what the hell's that name? And I actually looked up that it's short for Quick Bites. Yes, it was, uh, I don't know, what, what would you say? Like Hollywood's take into sort of like the the video, mobile video market? Because essentially what it was, it was supposed to be vertical video, 10 minute kind of length episodes like to consume, but professionally made, right? Like Chrissy Teigen had a show. Other people who aren't Chrissy Teigen had a show. There was a, there was an Anna Kendrick show. Yeah. And there was a Kiefer Sutherland. The Kiefer Sutherland was in like a reboot of The Fugitive. (laughs) Yeah. But apparently like some of the shows were actually quite good, but this thing just never really took off. I mean, I didn't really know much about it outside of ads I happened to see while on TikTok, right? Like that, that was my experience with it. The thing that I had read was basically the, because I only knew about it because of ads, like you said. Yeah. And, and what they're saying now is like, now that they're doing all these postmortems, because like Quibi's dead. We should we should put this out. Preface this is very dead. Yes, Quibi Quibi started in like April, and it's dead already. Yeah, it was like it's six months. I think it was out for. They're calling it like one of the biggest entertainment tech fails in in history. You know. Yes. Well, they raised one point seven five billion dollars for this app, and gone in six months. Yeah. And what I read was that part of the reason they ran out of money so fast is because they spent so much money advertising it. 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would think the stars themselves would be enough advertising, right? If if you've got a show, Anna Kendrick just tweets about it a couple of times and hits her. I don't know how many millions of followers her she has, but you'd think that'd be enough, right? Yeah, like there was... Oh God, I can't remember. I was watching a trailer for... I think it was the Kiefer, Southern, Kiefer Sutherland Fugitive show. And it was like... Oh, Kiefer Sutherland's got a new show. And then I started watching it. And then the bit that comes up at the beginning, it was like, QB presents. And I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a hard pass for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, and But there was some interesting ideas behind it. Like, I know how you were talking about how like the vertical video, right? Yeah. Well, supposedly if you turned it, it would also crop to be horizontal as well oh would work both ways oh interesting yeah like like i don't know it's it's a phone that never came to canada did you ever hear about the lg wing yes that's the one well you you want to describe it mike so it's basically like a flip phone but like instead of it flipping like out it flipped sideways yeah so it would become like a t yes and the thing that was actually hilarious was apparently the lg wing I don't believe this was on purpose, but the LG Wing was the best phone to watch Quibi on <laughs> because you could just flip it from vertical to, right, to right. horizontal and it would change the aspect ratio. But yeah, no, I, I thought I saw like a video. It was after Quibi was dead. Like the announcements all came out. Quibi's done. And somebody's like, oh, man, I have this article about how great the the LG Wing is to watch Quibi on. <laughs> it's like the only thing that was worth watching Quibi on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much more else to say about this other than the fact of, man, what a waste of money, but... Yeah, well, were there any, like, you you knew one show. Was there actually, like, any interest in... No, that was that was it for me. Like, I, I had seen it, and I kind of, you know, read a couple things about it, but that was about it. And it's like, you know, by all accounts, it should have been a huge success, but at the same time, and I don't feel like Hollywood has had a ton of success kind of going from traditional media down to like a YouTube sort of level, right? Because that's what it ultimately they're competing with, right? Is YouTubers and that kind of thing. Yeah. One thing that I saw was that when the, the when they were shopping it around, like originally is like, this is the thing that we're making. There were, there were executives that were like, don't just make it mobile only, make a TV app. And they're like, no, nah, mobile only. And they think that that's, Another major reason why it died so quickly. I could see that. I mean, I I don't know about you. Do you watch many like long form shows on on your phone? No, I definitely no. not. Like, yeah, I mean, the whole idea was they were supposed to be short, right? Like ten minutes stuff. Yeah, but even ten minutes is fairly long, though. I mean, compared to like a, a YouTube video or like a TikTok, which is like under a minute, like that kind of thing. Well, I don't know what videos you watch on YouTube anymore. But I can't watch anything that's less than 10 minutes anymore. Ah, and, it's okay, not, yeah. and it's not even from lack of trying. It's because every YouTuber that I watch the videos of, it's like, oh, yeah, here's my video about I bought a new watch. 34 minutes long. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Got to get that sweet ad revenue, right? Apparently. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, maybe in 2018, I finally realized the watch later, you know, the watch later feature on oh, YouTube. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay, I'll just start throwing videos. Because, you know, I'd see something and then I'd be like, I'll watch that. And then never remember. And then it was just gone and I'd never see it and never watch that video. Well, now everything that I have the slightest bit of interest in goes into my watch later. And now that watch later is unmanageable. 
Because <laughs> it's too big, eh? I have almost 200 videos in my watch later. Ooh, I'm never going to watch half of those videos. God damn, Mike. <laughs> it's just because I follow, I follow YouTubers. They release too many videos too often. And all of those videos are like 30 minutes or more. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, you have to dedicate a fair amount of time to them. That's for sure. Yeah, there's just too much to watch on YouTube and, you know, and everywhere else. Like, it's why Quibi didn't do so well because there was movies and TV to watch everywhere. And and you were alluding to this earlier. You had you watched a whole bunch of stuff. So let's talk about. It. Yeah. Okay. So, Mike, I have watched two movies over the last couple of weeks that I thought were quite good. I watched Hubie Halloween or Hubie Halloween, sorry, and Borat. Now, which of those two, Mike, were the ones that you watched as well? I've seen Hoobie Halloween oh, because obviously okay. with my spooky wife who loves spooky movie season, it was a priority to watch all spooky things all the time. And basically, if it wasn't spooky, it goes into the watch list. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hopefully not the same watch later list that your YouTube No, is, no, so. no. But uh, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. I mean, for those who don't know, it's the Netflix, you know, one of Adam Sandler's mini Netflix uh, releases. I would say, honestly, one of his best Netflix movies. It was pretty funny. I, I I haven't watched the other Netflix movies he's done. This is the only one I've watched so far. And I, I enjoyed that there was like a lot of references to other movies that he's done. You know, like there was so a few repeating characters and like repeating actors and, and a couple of repeating jokes as well. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, a lot of little callbacks and that kind of thing. I kind of felt it was like similar-ish to Waterboy. You know, like yep. it was, it was yep. that sort of Adam Sandler movie, uh, if anyone kind of needed a comparison. But I, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't that long. Like, it was like an hour and a half, something like that. Yeah, so, it was It was like Waterboy and it was like Little Nicky, where like he played a character who was kind of pathetic, you know? Yeah. But in the end, he kind of saves the day and yeah. becomes the hero. Yeah. I, I guess it was, I'm happy that it was more Waterboy and less Little Nicky. I, I love Waterboy. I think it's one of his, his better movies, that's for sure. Yeah, Waterboy's great. And Little Nicky, not so much. No. But anyway, Laura mentioned to me, and I didn't realize this, is that in Adam Sandler movies, all of the women are VV names. Oh, yeah? Like all of his like love interests? Went, the yeah, women, yeah, all the love interests are named like, like in the Waterboy, it's Vicky Valancourt. Yes. And in Billy Madison, which I watched recently, it's Veronica Vaughn, you know, and then the woman in this movie was a VV as well. That's true. And if you, if you want to hear my thoughts on, on Billy Madison, you can go to Burnt Popcorn, my other podcast that I do with my wife, Laura. We recently did an episode on Billy Madison. That's a burntpopcorn.ca. Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> well, you got to get in while you can, Mike. Exactly. This ad ad space on this show is uh, at a premium. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a new podcast, yeah. right? So we got to get the word out wherever we can. I really liked the the love interest. I do. I can never remember the the actress's name. Do you remember what her name is? No, but the, she's in Modern Family. She was the same one that was in Happy Gilmore. I, I, something about that just made me just filled with delight that it was the same the same woman. You know, just twenty years later. I didn't realize that it was her. I had no idea. I knew that she was the mom in Modern Family. Yes. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. She's just the Modern Family lady. And then at the end, it was like, I was I was thinking I was reading on IMDb. And it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's the same. I had no idea that it yeah. was the same woman as, as Happy Gilmore. 
Yeah, I, I feel like all the um, the Adam Sandler movies have gone from like, it's weird that he always puts his friends like Rob Schneider's in every Adam Sandler movie. It's, it's gone from like weird to, oh, it's charming that he gets yeah. all his buddies every single time and they just make these movies together. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old. Like having a child has softened me. But uh, but anyway, I know I, I would recommend it. Definitely. Uh, if you missed it this Halloween, watch it next Halloween or watch it, you know, off season if you wanted. You can watch it really whenever you want. Yes, yeah. it's, it's available at all times. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely uh, more family friendly than Uncut Gems. That's for sure. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. And it I would like to see that. It is very good, but it is very intense, too. It yeah. is very non-Adam. It's, it's not what you expect at all from Adam Sandler, but it's a very good that. movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is something I would like to see still. Oh, well, when you watch it, Mike, we'll review it on the show. Okay. I feel like people would rather we reviewed a newer movie like (laughs) Borat, but I haven't seen Borat. But why don't you tell us without spoiling the movie for me? Because like, don't do that jerk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See if you can describe the movie if it was worth watching. Without without, uh, without spoilers, eh? It's definitely, I would say it's just as good as the first one. You know, it doesn't suffer from the standard sort of sequel problems where the sequel is always like trying too hard to replicate the first one. They definitely they definitely acknowledge that, you know, the first one was successful. Therefore, it doesn't necessarily center around Borat. It centers around his newly discovered daughter and her sort of adventures with womanhood, uh, you know, going from the Kazakhstan lifestyle to the, you know, more modern American lifestyle, that kind of thing. But it, but it is um, definitely more political. The one thing I will say, and I, I don't know, Mike, if you... Had you heard any of the drama surrounding the political figure that was featured in the show and, you know, potentially career ruining? I don't know how much you want to you want to mention his name or not. But well, this one was so in the news, it was no missing it. But yes, I'm assuming you mean the Rudy Giuliani Giuliani part. I will say that that part I felt was a little overblown. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was a little uncomfortable. But I don't think Rudy is walking away from this, going back to go hang himself in his in his uh, apartment or anything like that, because he didn't come across that bad. So that that's the one thing I will kind of spoil for people. It, it wasn't that dramatic, but you think it's a little overblown. Yeah, a little overblown. That's for sure. Definitely was. They definitely put it out there in order to you know sell more copies of the the movie, that kind of thing. But overall, it was very good. Obviously, I can't say too much about it other than the actress who plays Boris's daughter did a amazing job i do not know how these two don't break every single time they talk to some people in the in the show but uh, but it is fantastic and it's uh, if you have amazon video it's on there for free and otherwise i think you can find it to rent for four or five bucks on all the other ones but but yeah definitely it's definitely worthwhile watching mike I was going to call you out for saying Boris instead of Borat. Oh, did I mean? Did I, I couldn't say think Boris? Of a joke. So yeah, no Borat. Sorry, Borat. Yeah. Subsequent yeah. movie film. I did read that it was very surprising that after the gap of time that has passed between the first movie and, and this movie, that the stuff that people are just comfortable with saying, like in front of cameras and stuff now, like I, I was stuff I was reading was because there's stuff that, that in the first Borat. Like that movie's ten years old. I can spoil it a little bit. It's fourteen years old now. Oh geez. Anyway, <laughs> it's an older movie. Yeah. But like, you know, in that movie he says things like, you know, throw a Jew down the well and and, and he gets people to sing a song about sing, throw, you know, throwing Jews down wells. Like obviously the whole point is it's like 
this is ridiculous. How are you people like following along with this and, and not being like, you know, don't say terrible things about Jewish people, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> but I heard that this one, a lot of people say things that are very, are like worse, you know, like, like it's crazy. The stuff that people just admit to in front of cameras on, in, with this guy. Definitely. And and I, I agree. <laughs> There's some real racist shit that they say <laughs> in this show as well as action. And not, not Borat or his daughter, but the, the people he's interviewing and, and working with. But I will say, I don't think the movie punches down too much. Like, they're not, like, insulting these people. They're still humanizing them. There's these pair of guys in the movie that Bart spends a substantial amount of time with, and they are everything you would imagine an alt-right, you know, Republican from the U.S. would be. But at the same time, they also, you know, he, he frames them in such a way that they are just, they are caring human beings, and they just happen to not share the same viewpoint that a lot of people share. So, you know, I respect the way that they handled it, I'm sure those two guys probably watched the movie and are a little bit embarrassed. Uh, well, I would like to hope they're maybe a little embarrassed, but they're not portrayed necessarily in a hugely negative light, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it was good. There's a couple characters in there that you just you feel really good about the world because they like try to help the daughter out and they give legitimate good advice and they really care about people. Like it was nice. It, it's a very charming, wholesome movie. Aside from a couple of racists, you know, like the standard. I actually did hear that it has a lot more heart than the first one did. Way more. Yeah. I find like the first one was definitely more like, look at this goofy ass thing I'm doing, you know, like that's, it was just one kind of one clip to another clip. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one definitely has more of a storyline. They've inserted some more um, like scripted parts, that kind of thing. Right, but yeah, right. it definitely has a lot more heart than the first one. Okay. Well, cause that is, it is a movie that I would like to see. It's just, we were waiting for spooky season to end so we could start watching regular things. Again. Right. Right. So like I I think we have what the list is is then we're gonna get back and finish the boys, you know, things like that, because the boys wasn't spooky. You know, we had to watch Unsolved Mysteries instead. <laughs> well Borat does wear a costume, you know, a couple of times. That's spooky ish, right? I suppose so. spooky adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Horror adjacent, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think on that note though we're gonna we're gonna finish things off here that's gonna do it for this week's episode of part-time nerds full-time dads you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds full-time dads.com as well as on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher Castbox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services if you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong you can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds full-time dads.com or reach us on our twitter or facebook accounts at pt nerds fd dads we'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever until next time i'm mike and i'm chris and we'll talk to you again soon.